0: Welcome into to The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast. I'm Robert Ash, the host of The Degenerate Gambler. This podcast brought to you by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. Before we get into our bets for today, I do want to apologize for not having a podcast the last two weeks. Uh, life has kind of gotten in the way, and I had not had an opportunity to do them. So anytime I don't have a podcast, we will have our picks posted on both our Facebook and our Twitter page. Our Facebook account is uh, at the degenerate gambler. The degenerate gambler is the uh, Facebook account. Uh, the Twitter account is at ays two zero two zero one. That's at a as in apple, y as in yes, s as in sheep. Two zero two zero one. Uh, we will have our picks posted on our Facebook and Twitter accounts um, each week, actually. But even if we do not have a podcast, we will have our picks and our bets uh, posted again on our Facebook and our Twitter accounts. We do have ten college football bets for you today, with a pair of upsets plus five bets from the NFL, with an upset bet as well. So we'll get right into it, and we'll start things off at the Carrier Dome, or I should say the JMA Wireless Dome, used to be the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. The Syracuse Orange, 6-1 overall, 6-1 against the spread. They're going to host the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who are 4-3 overall, 3-4 against the number. Syracuse is a a 2.5-point favorite, the total set at 48. Notre Dame is 12-6 against the spread in their last 18 games. 5-0 against the spread in their last five games on the road. 5-0 against the spread in their last five games against ACC opponents. And the total has gone over in four of Notre Dame's last five games against ACC Atlantic Division opponents. Syracuse, 6-1 against the spread in their last seven. 8-0 against the spread in their last uh, eight games played in October. 6-0 against the spread in their last six games played on a Saturday. Uh, Total's gone under in four of Syracuse's last five games. And the total's gone under in five of Syracuse's last six games played at home. Again, Syracuse is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 83% of the money in on Syracuse, minus two-and-a-half. The total's set at 48, and that's actually split down the middle at 50% on both the over and the under. Our bet's going to be Syracuse, minus two-and-a-half. The trends favor both teams here, except the fact that Syracuse is 6-and-1 against the spread so far this season. Uh, I believe the lone time Syracuse did not cover the spread uh, was uh, against Virginia on September 23rd. They were a a uh, 10-point favorite. They won by just two. Uh, That's the only time Syracuse has yet to cover this season. We're going to ride the orange in this one. I think Syracuse actually may be the better team. Uh, They really were impressive last week. And I lost to Clemson. Kind of wore out towards the end, uh, but Syri- nonetheless, uh, Syracuse uh, looked good for the most part. I think they'll cover the spread. I think they'll win by at least a field goal and improve the 7 and 1, uh, both straight up and against the number. Next up, we go to Mountaineer Field uh, at Milan Pusker Stadium in uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. The West Virginia Mountaineers. Three and four overall, four and three against the number. They're going to host the TCU Horned Frogs, who are seven and zero overall, five one and one against the spread. TCU is a seven and a half point favorite. Total set at sixty eight, and a half. for TCU five one and one against the spread in their last seven. Zero and six against the spread in their last six games against West Virginia. against the spread in their last 5 games at West Virginia. And the total has gone over in 5 of TCU's last 6 games and 8 of TCU's last 12 games on the road. West Virginia, 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games against TCU. And the total has gone over in 4 of West Virginia's last 5 games played in week number 9. Again, TCU a a 7.5-point favorite, 73% of the money in on TCU, minus 7.5. The total set at 68.5, 97% of the money coming in on the over in that one. Our play is going to be over 68.5 as well. Uh, These are two teams that are pretty good on offense, pretty bad on defense. I mean, even TCU is not very good on defense, despite the fact that they are Sitting at seven uh, and0 on the season they're giving up a shade under 27 points per game uh, while scoring 45 West Virginia scoring 39 per game giving up about 31 this game has shootout written all over it 68 and a half I think is a little bit on the low side of the line so therefore we are going to go with the TCU horn for uh, excuse me TCU West Virginia over 68 and a half. All right, next up, we'll go now to State College, Pennsylvania, and Beaver Stadium, where the Penn State Nittany Lions, who are 6 1 overall, 4 3 against the spread, host the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are 7 0 overall, 4 2 1 against the number. Ohio State is a 15 and a half point favorite, total set at 61. For Ohio State, 4 0 1 against the spread in their last five. against the spread in their last six against Penn State. Uh, Total's gone over in six of Ohio State's last seven games against Big Ten teams. And the total's gone over in each of Ohio State's last five games overall. Penn State is 3-6 against the spread in their last nine games played in October. 7-1 against the spread in their last eight games played in Week 9. Total's gone under in five of Penn State's last seven games against Ohio State. Again, Ohio State is a 15.5-point favorite. 73% of the money is on is in on, Penn, or on Ohio State, minus 15.5. Total set at 61, 86% of the money coming in on the over. Our play will be uh, Penn State plus 15.5. Uh, trends say that Penn State covers against Ohio State. The game is at Happy Valley. It's a wide out. I think Penn State wants to make up for the atrocious showing they had against uh, Michigan uh, a few weeks ago. I think they want to uh, come out and make a statement. I don't think they win this game. I don't think the game is relatively close, but this has backdoor cover written all over it. And for that reason, Penn State plus 15.5 is very much our play. Uh, And that'll be the play we make. Penn State plus 15.5 at home against Ohio State. All right, we're moving along. We're going now into uh, Huntington Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, 4-3 overall, 4-3 against the spread. They're going to host the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who are 4-3 overall, 4-2-1 against the number. And uh, right now, Minnesota is a 14-point favorite, total set at 41. For Rutgers... 4-2 against the spread in their last 6 games played in Week 9. total has gone under in 10 of Rutgers' last 15 games. And the total has gone under in 9 of Rutgers' last 10 games on the road. Minnesota is 7-3 against the spread in their last 10 games. 4-1 against the spread in their last 5 games played at home. And the total has gone under in 5 of Minnesota's last 7 games against East Division opponents from the Big 10. So once again... Minnesota is a fourteen-point favorite. However, sixty-seven percent of the money coming in on Rutgers at plus fourteen. Total set at forty-one. Ninety-five percent of the money coming in on the under forty-one in this one, and that's going to be our play: the under forty-one in this matchup. Minnesota looks like they're going to be without their starting quarterback once again. Uh, Tanner, uh, uh, what was it? Tanner, uh, Tanner Morgan. Uh, he is listed as questionable with a concussion, but uh, he has not. Practiced all week. Um, They're also going to be missing. uh, There are two quarterbacks right behind Tanner Morgan, also questionable with undisclosed injuries, uh, Samuel Pinkerton and Cole Kramer. Uh, So it's a Minnesota team that is in disarray because of injuries. I think that keeps the game relatively low. I'm kind of surprised the spread is so high. If you want to put a little cheddar on uh, Rutgers plus 14, I don't blame you for that. Uh, But our play is going to be the under 41 because we have two teams that are not very good on offense, that are pretty decent on defense, injuries from Minnesota, uh, especially at the quarterback position. It all adds up to an under for us at 41 on Rutgers, Minnesota. All right, next up we go to the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida, where the Florida Gators, who are 4-3 and three overall, 3-4 three and four against the number, take on the Georgia Bulldogs. overall, 4-3 against the spread. Georgia is a 22.5-point favorite. Total set at 56.5. All right, for Florida, they're just 3-11 against the spread in their last 14 games. Uh, Also, uh, 1-4 against the spread in their last five against Georgia. Uh, Total's gone under in six of Florida's last eight games played in October. Georgia, 6-3 against the spread in their last nine. 2-5 uh, against the spread in their last seven games played as the home team. Uh, the total has gone under eight of Georgia's last nine games. Again, Georgia is a 22.5-point favorite. 62% of the money, however, is on Florida, plus 22.5. Total at 56.5, 80% of the money coming in on the over uh, 565 half on uh, this this matchup. Our play is going to be Florida plus 22.5. Look, this isn't the Georgia team from last year. This isn't even the Florida team from last year. However, uh, Florida has played everyone relatively close this season uh, outside of the Eastern Washington game. Nothing's been more than a 10-point differential uh, in final scores, uh, whether it's uh, Kentucky or LSU winning by 10 or Florida winning by seven, or winning by three. Uh, Everything's been relatively close this season. I don't see why this will be any different. Both teams have had two weeks off. Uh, I worry about Florida being able to stop Georgia, but I think Florida has enough on the offensive side of things. Uh, Second in the country is Florida in yards per play. Uh, They have enough on offense, I think, to uh, keep this close. I think Georgia wins this game. Georgia probably wins it by three touchdowns, but we got 22.5 points. Uh, So we will ride the 22.5 points uh, with the Florida Gators in this one, the cocktail party against the Georgia Bulldogs. All right. Uh, Next up, as we try to find the next game, there it is. Uh, We go into Louisville, Kentucky Cardinals Stadium. The Louisville Cardinals 4-3 overall, 4-3 against the spread. They host the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, who are 6-1 overall. 6 1 against the number. Uh, Wake Forest is a a 3.5 point favorite. Total set at 64 for this matchup. All right, some of the trends. Uh, For Wake Forest, 7 1 against the spread in their last eight games. 5 1 against the spread in their last six games uh, against ACC Atlantic Division opponents. 5 0 against the spread in their last five games played in October. The total has gone under in 7 of Wake Forest's last 10 games, which is a little bit of a surprise considering Wake Forest's defense. Uh, For Louisville, 4-2 against the spread in their last 6 games. Uh, 1-5 against the spread in their last 6 games against ACC Atlantic Division teams. Total has gone over each of Louisville's last 5 games against Wake Forest. Now again, Wake Forest is a a 3.5 point favorite. Uh, 82% of the money coming in on Wake Forest, minus three and a half. Total set at 64, 89% of the money coming in on the over 64 in that matchup. Our play is actually Wake Forest, minus three and a half. Uh, Wake Forest, 6-1 against the spread so far this season. That's all I need to know against a Louisville team uh, that uh, will have Malik Cunningham, if he plays, not at 100%. Uh, Wake Forest... Clicking on all cylinders right now. Their only loss of the season was a tough one uh, to Clemson in overtime. Uh, An undefeated Clemson team, by the way, in overtime. Uh, I think the spread is way low for this matchup. And for that reason, we're going to jump on it and take Clemson. Excuse me, take Wake Forest minus 3.5 at Louisville. All right, moving on. We go to Memorial Stadium in... Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, 3-4 overall, 2-5 against the spread. They host the Illinois Fighting lion who are 6-1 overall, 5-2 against the number. Illinois is a 7.5-point favorite. Total is set at 50.5. Illinois is 8-2 against the spread in their last 10 games, 5-2 against the spread in their last 7 against Nebraska, 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 games played on the road. The total has gone under in 12 of Illinois' last 17 games. For Nebraska, just 2-6 against the spread in their last eight. 1-4 against the spread in their last five at home. Total has gone over in six of Nebraska's last seven games against Big Ten West Division teams. Once again, Illinois is a a 7.5 point favorite. 59% of the money coming in on Illinois, minus 7.5. Total of 50.5, 96% of the money placed on the under- 50 and a half in this game. Uh, our play will be against the trend a little bit. We're going to go Nebraska plus seven and a half. And I think it's that hook is the difference for me because I can see Illinois win this game 21 17, 21 14, 24 17, somewhere in there. Uh, that half point, I think, is a difference maker. Uh, so we are going to take Nebraska, we'll take the seven and a half points at home against Illinois. All right, we're going to move on now to the uh, Pac-12 here in just a second, and we're going to go to uh, the We're going to go to Strawberry Canyon in Berkeley, where the uh, Cal Golden Bears, as this page opens up, uh, at three and four overall, four and three against the spread. They host the Oregon Ducks, six and one overall, five and two against the number. Uh, Oregon is a 17-point favorite total set at 58 and a half. Oregon is 5-1 against the spread in their last six games. 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games played at California. 2-4 against the spread in their last six games against California overall. The total has gone over in five of Oregon's last six games. And the total has gone over in four of Oregon's last five games against Pac-12 North Division teams. For California, 6-1 against the spread in their last seven games at home. 5-2 against the spread in their last seven games hosting Oregon. Totals gone under in 10 of California's last 15 games. Totals also gone under in 10 of California's last 15 games against Oregon. Now, Oregon, again, is a 17-point favorite. 75% of the money coming in on Oregon. Minus 17. Total up 58.5. 56% of the money on the over in this game. Our play is actually going to be California plus 17-and-a-half and uh, and really has everything to do with the fact that this is a hangover game for Oregon. Played such a big game at home last week against UCLA. uh, Got an impressive victory, 45-30. to College game day was there. There was a lot that went into that game. This has letdown written all over it. Uh, It's a place where past Oregon teams would get picked off. I don't think this Oregon team gets picked off. And gets beat. But I think Cal keeps this close. Justin Wilcox is very good as an underdog uh, at the University of California. The head coach at Cal. He's been very good as an underdog. Very bad as a favorite. Very good as an underdog. I think we're going to play all those uh, factors in there. And uh, I think the play is Cal plus 17 at home against the Oregon Ducks. All right, we got three more games before we have our upsets. We'll go to Ann Arbor and go to the big house Uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. As the Michigan Wolverines, 7-0 overall, 4-3 against the spread. Host the Michigan State Spartans, 3-4 overall, 3-4 against the number. Michigan is a 23-point favorite, Uh, total set at 55. For Michigan State, 1-4 against the spread in their last 5 games. However, they are 12-2 against the spread in their last 14 against Michigan. 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 games at Michigan. Uh, Totals gone under in 5 of Michigan State's last 7 games on the road. Michigan, 12-5 against the spread in their last 17 games. 5-2 against the spread in their last 7 games against Big Ten East Division teams. Totals gone under in 6 of Michigan's last 8 games overall. Again, Michigan is a 23-point favorite. 53% of the money, however, on Michigan State, plus 23. Total set at 55, 62% of the money coming in on the over. Our play actually is Michigan minus 23. and it has everything to do with the fact that Michigan's pretty good, Michigan State's pretty bad. That's really what it boils down to because if you look at the trends, Michigan State has owned Michigan in a lot of ways against the spread. And straight up, they've won five of the last six overall, 12-2 uh, against the spread in the last 14 against uh, the uh, uh, Wolverines or the Spartans. But I think this is a time when trends, you got to kind of put them away uh, to the side and look at the eye test. The eye test tells you Michigan is much better than Michigan State. So for that reason, we're going to stick with it. Uh, we're going to take Michigan 23-23. Against Michigan State. All right, our final bet before our upsets uh, takes place at uh, Keenan Field in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. As we are waiting on this page to open up, here we go. Uh, North Carolina, the Tar Heels, six and one overall, three three and one against the spread. They host the Pittsburgh Panthers, four and three overall, two and five against the number. Uh, North Carolina is a three-point favorite. Total set at 65. Pittsburgh is 2-6 against the spread in their last eight games. 7-1 against the spread in their last eight games on the road. Total has gone over in 13 of Pittsburgh's last 20 games. North Carolina, 2-4 against the spread in their last six games played in October. 11-4-1 against the spread in their last 16 games played in Week 9. Totals gone over in 6 of North Carolina's last 9 games. Totals gone over in 4 of North Carolina's last 5 games against Pittsburgh. And the totals gone over in 12 of North Carolina's last 18 games played on a Saturday. Again, North Carolina is a 3-point favorite. 87% of the money coming in on the Tar Heels' minus 3. Total set at 65.5. 67% of the money in on the over in this one. And that's going to be our play, the over 65 in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina, very good on offense, very bad on defense. Pittsburgh is solid on defense, uh, but this is going to be the best offense Pittsburgh has faced all season outside of Tennessee. And when you look back at Pittsburgh and Tennessee earlier this year, Pittsburgh gave up uh, 34 points in that game uh, to Tennessee. But That was way back in early September. Uh, looking at some of the scores, they've given up. They've given up. Uh, Recently, this season alone, they've given up 31 to West Virginia, 34 to Tennessee, uh, 24 to Rhode Island, 26 in a loss to Georgia Tech, 29 to Virginia Tech, 24 last week in a loss to Louisville. They're giving up some points. I know North Carolina's going to give up points, but North Carolina's going to score points as well. The Tar Heels have scored at least 27 points in every game this season, and only one game has been under 32 points so far this season for the Tar Heels. I think it plays brilliantly into the over in this one. So the over 65 will be our play on Pittsburgh, North Carolina. There are two upset bets. We go back to one of our bets for an upset here. Uh, We had the over 68.5 in TCU, West Virginia. We're also going to take West Virginia as a a 7.5-point underdog to pull the upset of TCU at plus 210. Really, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot to choose from to get two upsets. So this was one I kind of just reached for. Uh, the other upset I, I like a whole lot better. And that is San Diego State as an 8.5-point underdog to win at Fresno State. That's at plus 260 for that one. San Diego State's been playing some pretty good football as as of late. Fresno State dealing with some injuries. Uh, Fresno State is 3-4. and four. San Diego State is 4-3. and three. When you look at the injuries for Fresno State, Jake Hanner, their starting quarterback, is still out. And they have not played well uh, on the offensive side outside of New Mexico last week, and that's New Mexico. Uh, They haven't played well on offense since Hanner went out. I think it sets up for a good San Diego State defense to take advantage of some issues uh, with the Fresno State quarterback situation. Uh, I think it gives the the opportunity here for San Diego State to pull the upset. So I do like the Aztecs at plus 260 to pull the upset of Fresno State. So our college bets once again are, we got the over 68.5 in TCU at West Virginia. Plus we have West Virginia at plus 210 to pull the upset. Penn State plus 15.5 at home against Ohio State. Syracuse minus 2 at home against Notre Dame. The under 41 in Rutgers at Minnesota. Florida plus 22.5 at Georgia. Lake Forest minus 3.5 at Louisville. Nebraska plus 7.5 at home against Illinois. California plus 17 at home against Oregon. Michigan minus 23 at home against Michigan State. The over 65 in Pittsburgh at North Carolina. And San Diego State is an 8.5 point underdog plus 260 to upset Fresno State. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll have our NFL bets in just a moment. This is The Degenerate Gambler. Back here on The Degenerate Gambler, your sports gambling podcast, as we move on now to our NFL bets for this weekend. We'll start things off at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints, 2-5 overall. 2-5 and five against the spread. They're going to host the Las Vegas Raiders, who are 2-4 overall. 3-3 three and three against the number. Las Vegas comes in as a, a 1.5 point favorite. The total is set at 49.5. Uh, for Las Vegas, they're just 2-6 and six against the spread in their last 8 games against NFC opponents. Uh, also, uh, the total has gone over in 4 of Las Vegas' last 5 games. And the total has gone over in each of the Vegas' last 5 games and 7 of the last 8 against NFC South Division teams. For New Orleans, they're just 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven. Uh, four and 4-2 against the spread in their last six as the favorite. Uh, also, the total's gone over in four of New Orleans' last five games. total's gone over in four of New Orleans' last six games against Las Vegas. And the total's gone over in each of New Orleans' last five games played in October. Again, Vegas is a one and a half point favorite. 75% of the money coming in on Vegas at minus one and a half. The total set at 49.5, 70% of the money coming in on the over. And we gave it a lot of thought about going over because of the trends. I'm going to instead, I'm going to take New Orleans plus the point and a half. Uh, I don't think either team is very good at this moment. Uh, however, I think New Orleans being at home uh, will be an X factor. Now, if they can get uh some of their um, injured receivers back that uh would help a great deal uh for the uh saints uh, jarvis landry michael thomas uh all questionable uh coming into this uh this game on sunday uh tight darren waller still questionable for las vegas probably their best uh go-to guy uh, on the receiving end uh, for Derek Carr and the Raiders, uh, we're going to stick with the Saints. We're going to give up the point and a half. The fact New Orleans is at home really is the deciding factor for me, so we're going to go with uh, that uh, as our bet. All right, our next bet. We move on to the Motor City of Detroit, the Ford Field, the Detroit Lions, one and five overall, three and three against the spread. They're going to host the Miami Dolphins, who are four and three overall, three and four against the number. Miami is a three and a half point favorite. The total set at fifty-one and a half. Trend wise, for Miami, they're just one and four against the spread in their last five games. Six and three against the spread in their last nine against NFC opponents. Also, the total has gone under in four of Miami's last five games and five of Miami's last seven on the road. Detroit is 10-5 against the spread in their last 15 games, 6-1 against the spread in their last 7 at home. Uh, the total has gone under in 7 of Detroit's last 9 games against AFC East Division opponents. However, the total has gone over in 6 of Detroit's last 8 games. Again, Miami is the favorite in this one. 3.5-point favorite, 73% of the money coming in on Miami, minus 3.5. Total set at 51.5, 64% of the money coming in on on the under in that one. Uh, and another one we're going to go against the trend a little bit. And we're going to take the Dolphins. Give up the three and a half. Uh, I think when it comes down to it. Detroit's defense isn't very good at all. Uh, Tua is back for Miami. I think that's a huge factor in this as well. Uh, when you look at the Dolphins. Uh, on the offensive side. It looks like they have gotten healthy. With Tua coming back. Uh, when you look at Detroit, uh, they've got all kinds of injury issues. Uh, safety Tracy Walker on the uh, injured list. Uh, Michael Brockers is questionable. DJ Chark on the injured list. they St. a Ross St. Brown, probably the best receiver for the Lions. In concussion protocol, he's questionable at best for Sunday. DeAndre Swift, questionable with a high ankle sprain. Uh, I think... My, I think Miami's a better team. I think Detroit's the better offense. Miami's the better defense. I think this is one where uh, I think defense is going to matter. Uh, So we're going to bet against the Lions. We'll take Miami. Give up the three and a half. The hook scares me just a little bit, uh, but not enough uh, to shy away from that one. So we're going to go with the uh, Dolphins minus three and a half at Detroit. All right, next up we go to Lincoln Financial Field uh, where the only undefeated team remaining in the National Football League is playing, the Philadelphia Eagles. 6-0 overall, 4-2 against the spread. They're going to host the Pittsburgh Steelers who are 2-5 overall, 3-3-1 against the number. Philadelphia is a 10.5 point favorite. The total is set at 43.5. All right, on the trend side of things for Pittsburgh, 2-5 2-5 against the spread in their last seven against Philadelphia. 1-7 against the spread in their last eight against NFC opponents. Total's gone under in five of Pittsburgh's last seven games. Uh, total's gone under in four of Pittsburgh's last five games against NFC East Division teams. Philadelphia four and one against the spread in their last five games. Five and two against the spread in their last seven played in October. Total's gone under in four of Philadelphia's last five games against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, again, Philadelphia is a 10.5-point favorite, 69% of the money coming in on the Eagles, minus 10.5. Total set at 43.5, 76% of the money coming in on the over in this one. But the trends tell us to take the under. That's going to be our play. Uh, Pittsburgh has virtually no offense. Philadelphia has a pretty solid defense. Philadelphia has a pretty good offense, but Pittsburgh's got a pretty good defense. I feel like this game will be a low-scoring affair. Uh, I can see Philadelphia in this game, say, uh, 24-10, 24-7, something like that. That's well under the 43-and-a-half is what the bet is. So because of that, we're going to go ahead and take the Eagles, uh, and the un- our Eagle Steelers, I should say, under 43-and-a-half. All right, moving on uh, to the late games. Uh First bet will be taking place at NRG Stadium in Houston. Houston, Texas one 4 1 overall, 32 1 against the spread. They host the Tennessee Titans, who are 4 2 overall, 4 2 against the number. Tennessee is a two point favorite. The total set at 40 and a half. Tennessee is 4 1 against the spread in their last five games, 7 0 against the spread in their last seven games played in October. Totals gone over in 13 of Tennessee's last 18 games on the road. That includes the total going over in each of Tennessee's last 5 games at Houston. For Houston, they are 6-2 against the spread in their last 8 games against AFC opponents. 5-1 against the spread in their last 6 against AFC South Division opponents. The total has gone over in 4 of Houston's last 5 games against Tennessee. And the total has gone over in 4 of Houston's last 5 games at home as well as uh, the total going over in each of Houston's last five games hosting the Tennessee Titans. Now, Tennessee is a two-point favorite, 88% of the money coming in on the Titans minus two. Total set at 40.5%, 71% of the money coming in on the over. Uh, we're taking Tennessee minus two in this one. I think it has a lot to do th- the low spread. With the status of Ryan Tending Hill, he did injure his ankle last week. He is questionable for this game, but I'm not sure that will matter in this one. I think Tennessee is Tennessee will just hand the ball off uh, to Derrick Henry and use him against a uh, Houston defense that struggles against the run. Uh, regardless of who the quarterback is, I think that's going to be kind of the game plan uh, for the Titans in this one. Uh, for Houston, I'm not sure they can or what they're going to be able to do against a Tennessee defense that's actually pretty good, uh, really uh, showed out last week than the Titans. Uh, So we're going to go with Tennessee, uh, minus two on the road in Houston. All right, and our final bet before our upset picks uh, for this week uh, will take place at Lumen Field in Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks, four and three overall. 4-3 4-3 against the spread. They host the New York Giants, who are 6-1 overall. 6-1 against the number. Seattle is a three-point favorite. Total set at 45. The Giants, 6-1 against the spread in their last seven. However, 1-4 against the spread in their last five against Seattle. And 3-8 and against the spread in their last 11 against NFC West Division teams. Also, the total has gone under in 14 of the New York Giants' last 18 games. Seattle, 6-3 against the spread in their last nine. 6-1 uh, against the spread in their last seven games played in October. Total's gone over in four of Seattle's last five games. Total's gone over in four of Seattle's last six at home. And the total's gone over in six of Seattle's last eight games against NFC conference opponents. Again, Seattle is a three-point favorite. Uh 66% of money coming in on the Giants plus three. Total <coughs> excuse me. Total set at 45. 73% of money coming in on the over. And that one. Uh, our play is the over, actually. It's the over 45 in the Giants and uh, Seattle. Uh, we got two teams that are pretty uh, solid on the offensive front. Uh, when you look at the rankings, uh, Seattle. Uh, pretty balanced. They're fifteenth in the league in passing, eleventh in the league in rushing, uh, tenth in the league in scoring. Giants are just nineteenth in scoring and thirty first in passing yards, but they're fourth in the league in rushing behind Saquon Barkley. Um, uh, I think that uh, will uh, actually be a positive for the Giants in this one. Usually, when you see teams that like to run the football, um, the unders usually to play, but in this one, uh, neither team is what I would say. Uh, rock solid on the defensive front as we look at defensive rankings right now. Uh, Giants are 28th against the run. Seattle is 31st against the run, so the Giants will be able to run the ball. Seattle's going to be able to run the ball uh, with uh, Kenneth Walker, who has been probably the rookie of the year to this point in the National Football League. Uh, Seattle does give up a lot of points as well. Uh, the The Seahawks giving up over 27 points per game. Coming into this, uh, that's another reason why the over, I think, is in play. Uh, Seattle not good on defense. Uh, both teams can run the ball pretty well. I think we can see a high scoring affair. Uh, I could see something like 27 20, which would go over the 45 and a half, or excuse me, the 45. So that'll be our play the over 45 in the Giants and Seattle. Now, our upset bet this week. Uh, will take place, I believe, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the Minnesota Vikings, who are 5-1 and one on the season, take on the Arizona Cardinals, who are sitting at 3-4. Sitting at and four. Minnesota is a 3.5-point favorite in this matchup. Uh, plus 165 is uh, the bet on the money line for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, that'll be our play. Mainly in, due, uh, in large part to the fact that I think Arizona is finally getting healthy. In a sense that they now have they uh DeAndre Hopkins back. Uh, I think Seattle uh, excuse me, I think Arizona broke out just a little bit last week. Uh matter of fact, a lot of it. They scored forty-two points last week. Uh first game back with DeAndre Hopkins. I think that helps open up the offense for Arizona because you look back sent uh to Arizona scoring before Hopkins came back, they had uh twenty-one against Kansas City, twenty-nine against Las Vegas, twelve against the Rams. Uh, 26 against uh, the Carolina Panthers, 17 against Philadelphia, nine against Seattle. And they break out for 42. Uh, I think Arizona can score points. I think they can score with the Vikings. Um, the Vikings, when you look at their scores, they haven't scored more than uh, 28 points in any, or excuse me, 29 points in any game this season. Uh, the over might be a good play as well if you want to play the over 49. Uh, But our upset bet is Arizona plus 165 to knock off the Minnesota Vikings. So our bets, once again, on the NFL side, uh, the Miami Dolphins, minus 3.5 at Detroit. New Orleans, plus 1.5 at home against Las Vegas. Uh, The under 43.5 in Philadelphia-Pittsburgh. Tennessee, minus 2 at Houston. The over 45 in the New York Giants-Seattle game. And our upset bet, Arizona, plus 165 to win at Minnesota. So with that, we'll wrap up the podcast for today. We do thank you for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And until next time, this is The Degenerate Gambler.